0: Part of them is somehow not certain that they should be getting value, that they should be compensated for the value of what they have. So they might not be seeing what their value is or completely understanding how that's changing the world, a a client or the world. Uh, So they need to really uh, go through a different kind of process than what they're used to. Because a lot of people are used to getting like that paycheck, right? Oh, this is what you're worth. Okay, this is what I'm worth. And if I get promoted, I'm worth this much. But in the entrepreneurial cycle, uh, we we have to know what our value is and ask for it. Hey, it's
1: Chuck here. And... I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free Collaborators Toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through Collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free collaborators toolkit is gonna contain the best resources from our workshops as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well and the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello everybody. And welcome back to the show. Chuck Anderson here. And I'm so excited that we have another episode here for you today. And I know that this is going to be really time well spent. You know, with our audience, we have a lot of entrepreneurs, both men and women, and you're on big missions. You have big ideas. There's things that you're trying to achieve, trying to put out there in the world. And like every entrepreneurial journey, we have good days, we have bad days, we have good results, we have bad results. And uh, and, and it can take a toll on our mindset sometimes and, and our mindset and the way we approach it and the way we think about things. Uh, can have an impact on the results that we have, and also how do we handle all the various ups and downs of being business owners. So if that sounds familiar, and I'm sure it does, otherwise you're probably not an entrepreneur or a business owner, uh, then this is going to be time well spent for you because today I have Tessa Lynn Alburn with me today, uh, an amazing life coach uh, and business coach that particularly works with women entrepreneurs to help them with a plan and a mindset and just all of that stuff that goes along with that in their business. We're going to dive deep into that topic today. But Tessa, thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you, Chuck. I am absolutely delighted and excited to be here and be able to hopefully share some value with your listeners.
1: Well, I'm sure that's going to be uh, possible. And you and I have talked numerous times. So I already know the value that you bring. And I'm very excited to bring this to our audience today. So um, I think a great place to start, Tessa, I gave you the light introduction. I don't like to introduce people too much because no one knows your story better than you. So let's start with you introducing you. Who are you? What do you do? And uh, we'll go from there.
0: Well, like you said, I am a business and life coach, primarily for women, but I also work with a few brave men. And, um, you know, the thread that they all have is they were just determined to be successful. Uh, and especially the entrepreneurs, like there's a calling, right, for them to come forward and change the world. But Uh, I think the people that I work with, they feel a little like they're sort of conflicted or they're even drowning in all these expert opinions that are out there, right? There's so much information and then it's like, how do you filter that? How do you make sense of it? What they're seeking is one-on-one personal attention so they can create a plan that shows them exactly what to do and what to avoid. So, you know, and this having that plan is going to get them over that six figure mark if they're just in the confusion that doesn't happen. So they're going to run with their passion and they're never going to look back. And hallelujah.
1: Well, this is going to be a great topic. And, you know, we'll, we're going to talk a lot about planning and and just every everything about having a plan is so important. And there's times in my business where I've had a plan and it, it gives you that roadmap that uh, uh, what do I need to be doing? And there's times where I've operated without a plan. And, you know, there's, there's confusion, there's indecision, there's all the things that come along with that. So I, I love how we're going to dive deep into that today. But before we do, I'd love to hear your origin story. How, how did this all come to be? Where, how did you get started doing this? And how, you know, take us up to now, like, where did this start?
0: Okay, well, certainly, we don't want to go all the way from childhood but in the more recent decades um I had been designing curriculum and doing facilitator training for uh, a national company and was running my own healing practice on the side right so during that time I was I was doing all this stuff my uh for that company but I felt like I couldn't get anywhere uh you know, there was like a glass ceiling with a number of places that I'd worked over the years, but I could see that my calling was really starting to grow inside me. Like I knew I had to have my own business and my gifts and my skills just kind of all came together. They coalesced and I haven't, for me, I haven't looked back. Like I launched off. It was scary as I'll get out, Right. Like, oh, my God, where are the payments going to come from? How am I going to pay rent? Food, I have $56 this month. Like, what am I going to do? Like, there were some really scary times. And I think um, I'm just so grateful that I made it through and I got the support that I needed uh, to do that and uh, not give up because it has paid off. And I'm so grateful to be able to teach uh, people what they need to know to hold their hand to help them really make a difference, because I'm just one person, right? I can't do everything. We need a lot of us really to help transform this world that is in has been in such chaos and mixed values and just all kinds of nonsense. So I think it's important if somebody has that calling, Chuck. I think you know, to for them to have the right support, not just a a bunch of ideas, but to know what they can do about it and what are some of those steps that they can start taking on a clear path to have a result.
1: I love so many parts of your your story, but I can relate to a lot of it as well. I too have, uh, in my journey, I've had those moments where I've only had $50. Mm-hmm. I've even had times where I had zero, <laughs> zero dollars. And yes. and uh, and then what do you do about it? And And I think that for those of us in business who've come out the other end of that and are no longer experiencing that that 's where so much resilience uh, and lessons I think come from and uh, Is that what you found like like with with what you 're working with with the work that you 're doing with people today? I mean, how many of the lessons you learned while you were going through that are what you use to help your clients
0: it's an untold amount. like almost every time I'm on a call with somebody or, you know, in a session, it's somebody needs to know something about what's happened, how they're not unusual, right? What they're going through makes perfect sense for where they are. And it really, really helps to have wisdom from others. When you get the wisdom, that makes the difference. When you get just like um instructions, that does not make a difference. And so I'm I'm just grateful. I mean, I never could have guessed uh that all the layers of my life have made a difference and make a, a strong contribution in the work that I do.
1: Wow. Um, amazing. Well let's let's transition to that work that that you do. And and I think a great place to start with that is Um, I mean, you've already shared a little bit about how you work with women and some very brave men as well. And, uh, like, what are you noticing? So the, so the clients that are coming into your world, they're reaching out for help or the ones, you know, at the beginning of that journey, that relationship, or maybe that first conversation they've had with you, what, what are you hearing in terms of the struggle? The, you know, what are they looking to resolve in their business? Hmm.
0: Well, they all need to make money right away. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, very few of them are sitting around going, oh, I can just spend, you know, my entire retirement on this program and that program. So they're making really hard decisions, right? Tough ones where they've got to determine, is that for me? And I think what happens with a lot of a lot of them is they get so many ideas and they're super creative. So then they're creating ideas as well. Uh, that they wind up doing a little of this and a little of that and trying to put it together and, and thinking that they have to follow somebody else's system to the T and that if they do that, it's going to work for them. I've seen so many disappointed clients, you know, who've tried that. They've come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I invested in this thing and it went nowhere and it just didn't work for me. And it, that's a key element because... It's so easy to look at something that's worked for someone else, uh, whether it worked for them a, 10 years ago, a year ago, last month, last week. It doesn't really matter if it's not the right alignment for that person's message, for their gifts, for their the way that they present, their style, uh, and for, of course, their authentic self. Then those things don't work the way they're just prescribed they just can't and i know that as well as anybody else because i went through that stuff you know i had people just telling just do it this way yelling at me even like you have to do it this way and then it just fell flat time after time i was like what is going on here like is this just a bunch of crazy making you know <laughs> and Who am I supposed to really believe? And it wasn't until I really tuned into myself and listened to my high self and my guidance. And I got really good mentorship one-on-one. So like being in groups was not helpful, even in small groups. Uh, I got a little bit of value, but those just wouldn't, they couldn't go anywhere uh, because my needs were different and it's the same with my clients. So that's a key area. Um, I think there are a couple of other areas where I see them making those mistakes, uh, which is accommodating others. Now, women will do this more than men. It's like in their nature to do that, you know, and try and solve all the problems for everybody but themselves. Uh, But men do it, too. You know, they're like trying to take care of their significant other and they're trying to look good and they're trying to succeed, you know, when they Maybe they were succeeding before they became an entrepreneur, and they're not understanding why it's not working yet, why it hasn't gotten any traction. And they need to learn a lot about boundaries and um, whether that's personal boundary inside themselves, or it's in their relationships with their close ones, or it's with their clients even, or the clients that they want to have. So they've got to start creating those things and knowing what their boundaries will be. And then I think one of the other key areas is not getting their value, Chuck. And it's really sad, right? Like these brilliant people who do have something to give to the world, who do have something significant, they're like either giving it away or practically giving it away because part of them is somehow not certain that they should be getting value. That they should be compensated for the value of what they have. So they might not be seeing what their value is or completely understanding how that's changing the world, a, a client or the world. Uh, so they need to really uh, go through a different kind of process of what they're used to. Because a lot of people are used to getting like that paycheck, right? Oh, this is what you're worth. Okay, this is what I'm worth. And if I get promoted, I'm worth this much. But in the entrepreneurial cycle, uh, we we have to know what our value is and ask for it. And so those are some of the areas
1: where I see people really needing some support. Yeah, right. And so I love that last piece there about... The value, and I've seen so many entrepreneurs, even in the work that I do, that where they're not being paid their value, or they try all the things that other people are trying to do, um, to, or telling them to do, like and sometimes, like you said, yelling at them, "You must be doing it my way, or you're doing it wrong." And there's no, there's no one size fits all solutions. It's all about having the right solution that's for you. But really having the confidence to to price yourself and to structure yourself in a way where you get paid real value and, you know, real abundance, because because it's it's possible and and you deserve it. So and it's so sad. I agree with you that it's so sad when when good people with real solutions to real problems are taken out by that, like where they where they were not able to break through, where they were not able to find a way to do that. And then sadly, stop doing that, give up and go do something else. And it just robbed the world of an amazing gift.
0: That's true. And I've seen that, you know, those of us that have been in this business for a while, we've seen a fair amount of that. I mean, the numbers are atrocious. I can't like i won't be able to recall exactly anything right now i'd have to look it up but i mean the number of coaching business businesses that fail you know within 2 years is astronomical it's insane and for women it's even less than for men and not not a whole lot but it, there is a difference and you know people are pouring lots of time and energy into certifications and getting this and that you know under their belt, but they don't know how to run a business. And also, they're just not familiar with all the gazillion of challenges that come with it. You know, how you do this, it's not brick and mortar, it is not the same. Uh, I have worked with a few brick and mortar people, but being an entrepreneur uh, and dealing in soft goods, you know, like technologies and life transformation and those things or uh, how to do this, anything where we're showing somebody how to do something, uh, those take specific skills. And to receive their value, it's important they start receiving their value pretty quickly out of the gate so that they're not using up all their resources and starting to get into that self-doubt and lose their confidence. Like you said, confidence is absolutely essential. Uh, I think some of the people who have succeeded, like some of those people out there we see who are some of the bigger leaders, they just started on confidence, literally, they had like nothing a lot of them. And it was their confidence that got them through, but they had to really believe it. And that's another thing that I do is work with people on their mind set. Uh, I'll call it mindset. It's a lot deeper than that, right? But they really have to know and believe in their own value, not just up here, but in here, mm-hmm. in their hearts
1: to succeed. I think this going. is a great segue into that topic. I'd like to talk a little bit about mindset because I know that's a you know, that's a part of the work that you do in helping people discover their value and solve some of the struggle that we've been talking about here. And you know, let's connect the dots a little bit because when they come to you and you and let's say someone listening in is having some of the struggle right now. I mean, are they automatically thinking, oh, I'm having this struggle, I need to get some help with my mindset or are they, or they think it's this. And then mindset is something that, that they're more steered towards as a, as a solution. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that. And yeah, at what point do they start to realize that mindset is their issue?
0: That's a great question.
1: And I, you know, what
0: the trend that I see in my clients or historically is that most of them don't Get that it's mindset. Like they don't come to me going, change my mindset. You know, yeah. uh, unless they've been around for a while and they're like, I really freaking need some help with my mindset, Tessa. And you know, let's do it. I'm sick of this shit. Now, those are the people who've been in it a while. They're like, okay, enough already. But the the people, a lot of people will get started, and let's say they've been in their business maybe a year or something. So they've had some success, but then something happens, like. people start quitting their program that's a horrible experience right like they're just like oh my god what happened like i can't believe it and then they just really get into self-doubt and then guilt and like i didn't give enough and i'm not enough and it just goes right back into that i'm not enough monster stuff so i see that and i see like they start to doubt what their program is even if it's brilliant their doubt they start to change things they start to try stuff that doesn't make any sense and all those mindset issues they don't come just from that event in the last year or so they come from way long ago a long time ago when they were told you can't ask for that you can't do that you know and so they go along for a certain amount of time where it's like seems like it's okay. I think it's working. I think it's working, but there the doubt goes into that universe and the quantum field somewhere where they they have some other parallel uh experience, and then suddenly they're in that experience. Right? They're like, no, no, I don't want that experience. I was doing it. I was doing it, and so they really need to be able to clear that stuff and. And then know what to do if it comes around again, you know, to really be able to handle it and rewrite their experience so they can focus on what matters, which is doing that work with their people, Mm -hmm. right? Leading their people into the change that we really want to see in our world.
1: Does that make sense? It does. It does. And, you know, it's all part of that journey and asking good questions. You know, why why is this happening? And, you know, these, you know, how do I get a better result and things like that? And it, and it ultimately does lead to mindset. I know that's been a big part of my journey. We always look at the tactics yes. and it's very easy to blame tactics. Oh, Facebook changed their thing or email wor- isn't working the same as it used to, uh, you know selling from stage isn't uh, isn't the way that it used to used to be we used to, it used to be easier all of these things everything I just said like is mindset we're looking for something <laughs> totally to mindset I blame to versus yeah for how every, can I make it work or yeah sorry
0: i'm excited yes yeah but it's like every um example that we could give we know there are going to be people who fail because of that and people who succeed because of it and so the only way to succeed in a given set of circumstances is to have that mindset cleared first and in the right energy level and i love that you uh mentioned a few questions you know that's um i call those high level questions right you've got to ask high-level questions and not the low-level questions. And people are not clear on this. Uh, not yet. So we're getting there. More and more people are understanding what a high-level question is, because even by its nature, it starts to attract what it is we want to bring in rather than what we don't want to bring in.
1: So it's 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 become very autopilot for me, just being being drilled into my brain by my various coaches and mentors along the way. So Let's let's repeat some of those questions and I'll have you do it. Like give our audience a, a few examples of the high level questions that are good ones to be asking if you want to look for, you know, the solutions that you seek.
0: Yes. OK, so um, what what could be the opportunity that's here for me? What could be the opportunity for my clients in this situation? How might I. uh expand my reach? How might I create more affiliate relationships? Mm -hmm. You know, how could I do this, right? So we've got to ask, like, what's that in a positive way that gets our mind in alignment with a positive answer to our Mm -hmm. question?
1: And not why isn't this working? Or why is this happening again? Or, you know, you know, why is this client not paying me? We don't want the answers to those because you're just going to get more of that. But what I hear you saying is, how can I, how can this work? How can I, how might I, I,
0: yes, what is, right. And I I definitely, this would be, if I'm going to give a nugget here for everybody on this call, whether they're in an entrepreneur or not, it is avoid, refrain from, why questions. Because when you're in the frame of mind where you're asking a why question, you're usually already in a negative place you're making assumptions that things aren't working for you. So therefore, there must be a reason that it's broken, that you're broken. And so your mind and everything around you, all the signs around you and the what you receive in your world will confirm that there is something broken about you or something wrong with you or something that needs to be fixed. And it will bring you down so fast, right? It just like, uh, like who wants to feel that? That's the the shame shows up, and all the low level uh, feelings we have about ourselves, and all the negative beliefs that got jammed into us and programmed into us over a lifetime, right? Like I was talking with a client the other day, and I'm like, "How old? What? How old are you in your current biological age?" And she's like, "Oh, because she was going to give me a different age, uh, fifty year, fifty two, I think it was." Yeah, that's right. You have 52 years of programming to change. The good news is you can, but stop going back to look for validation that you're broken. So these high-level questions help us start to access information that's not in our usual perception. Mm -hmm. And that's when we get those ideas. That's when we start to open up. That's when we... Um, you know, maybe that's even a place of surrender where we're like, I may not know the answer right now, but I'm going to stay in that question for a bit longer and see what comes.
1: And I want to just speak to our, my audience here for a moment, because if that, what you just heard resonates with you, that is a really good reason to reach out to Tessa because mm-hmm. she, she knows the these right questions to ask and she can tell when you're uh, oh, yes. When you're asking the questions that are, like you say, validating why we're broken. I mean, how autopilot is that sometimes? Uh-huh. And, and then to recognize that and ask a better quality of question, one that is designed and uh, designed to give you the answer that you seek, that's going to give you the result that you want. And so that that right there, I just wanted to mention that, Tessa, because I think that's so, so powerful. And I hear it in entrepreneur circles all the time. And, you know, I've done a lot of uh, personal growth and business development things and and where we have specifically those conversations. But I hear it all the time, even in the networking groups and just, you know, where we don't have that context. And and I become in tune to You know, hearing those questions and it reminds me how to phrase my questions better and to help to keep my mindset on track. So I wanted to mention that because I think it's super powerful. And uh, we're going to make sure we give everybody uh, in this episode a way to connect with you, which I know we're going to talk about. I want to make sure that I fit in the theme of our show, which is collaboration and partnership. And I think. One of the ultimate ways of collaborating and partnering is to get a coach and to get a mentor. And it's some coaches and mentors have helped me a lot along the way. And, uh, and, and Tessa is certainly a great coach and mentor as, as well. Um, so, so that, so Tessa, I wanted to mention that, but I want to also ask you how collaboration and partnership has played a role in in your business. I mean, I and I think you mentioned it earlier. I always ask the question, do you do this all yourself? And I think you said that you didn't. And and so that uh, you know, collaboration and partnerships do come into play at some point in this journey. How have they played a role for you?
0: Absolutely. You know, when I hear the word collaborator and and partnerships, the first thing that happens in me now Is I immediately feel this wonderful love that I have for all the various um, collaborators that have been in my life. You know, this is, there are some people that I've gotten involved with just because like it made business sense, you know, and there have been others that just felt like a force of nature. Like I've got to be involved with that person. I have no idea how it's going to go. I don't know what we're going to create together, but let's see, right? Because there is some sort of resonance and there's just like a heart connection. And I'm just extremely grateful for the collaborators and the partners that I've had in my life. There's, it's just been essential. Like, I know I couldn't have done it on my own. I would have, I would have had to have gotten out. And, you know, I've forgotten your question. I sort of got
1: onto this. Yeah, well, just how is collaboration? Yeah, how how that's played a role in your business collaborating, but I think you've mentioned that. But but I I also follow up question is, do you go looking for people to collaborate with, or in the times that you've collaborated with, was it more just like a, you know, a, a very happy coincidence that you met the right person? It's like oh, let's collaborate, or did you purposefully and intentionally go looking for it?
0: Well, I think both. So in the beginning of my business, I had no idea how to go looking for a collaborator or even that I should, uh, or that it would be good for me, right? Because there are no shoulds. <laughs> Still in my language, can't get it out, but I do recognize you can do it. a whole
1: episode about that one.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so I was very fortunate in one of the original collaborators of my business, uh, I had presented something and they saw something in me and they came to me and then that just like took off. I was like, Oh, this is unusual. How does this work? You know, I just didn't even, I had no comprehension of what was possible. And so I kept asking, well, what else is possible and what else is possible and who else could I meet? And so I am very much a fan of being involved in uh, regular practices that help us meet other entrepreneurs, uh, especially entrepreneurs, because they're of a similar mindset. But it doesn't have to be an entrepreneur. It could be anybody in business. Uh, always looking at what's the opportunity? What's a win-win here? You know, how, how do you serve the world? How do I serve the world? What can we do together? Um, those conversations are a regular thing in my business practice at this point and I'm grateful for all of them some of them lead to things some of them just are rich relationships for a few minutes in time and then we move on um so but I feel like with all the people that I've met almost all like I screwed up once with somebody right so I was like I I, I forgot something and I just flattened the relationship just stu- you know I just out of ignorance um but everybody else has been just amazing. They're people I know I can call on. I know I can say, hey, let's look at a new idea, right? So there's no stagnancy in business. There's always someone to go uh, run an idea by or just find out what's going on with them, right? And um, cheering each other on. So it could be that sort of thing, you know, or it could be more than that. And they're just essential to keep, keep them going and Give feed them, right? Give them some food. Pay attention.
1: <laughs> well, it is a relationship after all. So it 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 does require that attention. And and I too, I, I you know a similar similar story. I mean, you nurture them as much as you can. and, and nobody's perfect, yeah. and sometimes we make a mistake, but it, it gives us that that uh, perspective on how to treat our other relationships better uh, when that happens. And, and so I appreciate, uh, I appreciate that part of your story as well. Um, So look, we've covered a lot of ground and, and, and I want to make sure that we give everyone a way to connect with you. But before we do that, one of the segments of our show that we like to bring uh, is, is book recommendations. Uh, So much of my journey has been about, consuming books. I'm not a great reader. I love Audible. I listen to audiobooks a lot, but it's it's the same content, different format. So a lot of really great content in books, and it's been inspirational. And in fact, if it wasn't for some of the books, I don't think I would be an entrepreneur, quite frankly. So I wanted to ask you while you're here, what is your must-read book that you recommend that everybody reads and checks out?
0: (sighs) Ah, honing down I it's gonna be big magic um Elizabeth Gilbert right it's like big magic creative living beyond fear and it was just the book was magic for me when I read it um I don't know about well when it first came out so it was maybe less than 10 years but um you know she wrote eat pray love of course and that was all really sexy and fun and you know eye opening for a lot of women but for me big magic the one of the messages that I will always remember and of course this is in my own words but it was about how ideas come to us and they're almost like a gift right they do like they show up and then, then if we do something with that if we say yes to that idea that was basically a gift of the universe then the idea has a chance to grow and to blossom and to be expressed here in the world. And if we don't do that in a somewhat timely manner, then somebody else is going to do it. Or the idea just goes to rest somewhere. Maybe it's reproduced. It comes back to life 100 years from now. But So ideas are not going to stick around forever, basically. We have to know when an idea resonates with us, if it's viable, it's like, this is this is what I'm going to put my heart behind, this is what I'm going to put my commitment behind and my actions uh, and follow that through and then it will pay off tenfold. Um, if we don't,
1: it goes away. So seize the moment, wow. basically. That yeah. is so powerful and I can think of Uh, so many times where I've had ideas that I did not act upon right away. And sometimes you go and you look and go, oh, there's that thing that you thought of 20 years ago (laughs) and somebody else had done it. Uh, But you're right. And they don't last forever. I actually am of the mindset now that when I have an idea, there is specific relevance to that now Now I can prioritize and I can decide to do it now, or I can decide not to do it now, but the opportunity is now with that particular idea. That's
0: a really great distinction, Chuck. Um, You know, there has to be that relevance, but you can can sort of like park an idea for a while and let it incubate is what I call, right? It may not be quite ready, but it's still there in your sphere, in your energy bubble, in your intention right? Like, hmm, I'm nurturing this. Let's see where this goes. Let's see where this goes. But if we lose connection with it, if we're just like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I could do that. No. Okay. On to the next thing. Wait a second. Yeah. What happened to that idea? Oh, I want to do that now. Five five years later. And you're like, oh, damn, somebody else did it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we can even see, maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe you can see in your life where maybe had an idea for something like when I was young, I had this idea, you know, to, this is just a silly example, but to have toothpaste in a tube where it stood up and all the toothpaste was down at the bottom. And of course I didn't have the means or the wherewithal to create tubes of toothpaste back then. But of course that was developed. Somebody created it, right? It wasn't just my idea. So don't sit on ideas. Like I think, you know, people, People need to learn how to make that decision. Is this idea worth following through? Is it a priority? Is this the right time? And if it's not quite the right time to nurture it in a mindful way so it can grow.
1: I think that's an amazing uh, distinction as well because as entrepreneurs, we're always, so many creatives uh, get into entrepreneurship and we're blessed with so many ideas. So I think that's super helpful. Uh, in terms of uh, your book recommendation, but then also what you just followed up with. And that is, you know, sometimes they're not ready yet. We need to let them incubate. We need to nurture them a little bit until they're ready, uh, ready to, uh, you know, to see the the world. And uh, so that's great. Thank you so much. Look, I know we've You're covered welcome. a lot of ground and uh, probably talked longer than we had planned to, but Tessa, this has been amazing. And I just... I know it's been impactful for me. I if it helps even one person listening in today, I know that uh, I know this is uh, potentially world changing. So thank you. Um, and for anyone listening in who has heard you talk and goes, you know what? I need you. I need your help with something that's going on in my business, or I want to turn things around, or I you know I I want to ask maybe some of these questions differently or better than I've been doing. How do they reach out to you? What is is the best next step for them?
0: Uh, the best next step for them is to go to tessafreegift.com. So it's just my first name, freegift.com, and that'll take you to my website. And you can sign up. You can get the free gift that's there, or you can check out my website. There's a contact page. There, and there are a number of ways to reach me. So just go to tessafreegift.com. .com.
1: Great. Well, we highly encourage you to go and get that gift and when you do, you're you're going to be in, you know in Tessa's world and there will be all the ways that you can connect with her there. Tessa, thank you so much for that and that free gift and just your generosity with your time and your information and I think your your overall thoughtfulness in terms of, you know, delivering great value to our audience. And and I really, I really appreciate you and the time that you spent with us. And, you know, as we bring this episode to a close, if you were going to leave our audience with just one final piece of advice or words of wisdom, what would you say to them?
0: I would say start listening to your higher power and including it in your business. So whatever that is, whether that's your authentic self, your spiritual self, God, source, universe, it doesn't matter. You're not alone and you have access to guidance and love and support to help you specifically to bring this forward, to bring your gifts forward. So go ask them, get some support there too.
1: That's amazing. I really love that. And especially the check-in right before you answered, because that just felt so inspired and uh, Mm. the right thing to say. Tessa, thank you so much. And to our audience, thank you also for being here, being our guest, uh, tuning into our episode. And if anything that Tessa has said that resonates here with you today, please reach out to her. She's uh, given you that uh, free gift, which we'll link beneath the video and in the podcast notes. So there will be very, uh, really easy for you to connect with her. We highly recommend that you do. And, uh, and, you know, look, if you are on this business journey and you've got this big dream or this world-changing idea that quite frankly, we all need, please keep moving forward. And never give up on that dream. And if you feel like giving up, then reach out to Tessa, reach out to someone, collaborate with someone. Don't work alone because we desperately need the gifts that you bring to the world and we want to see you keep doing them. And so do that, keep moving forward, never give up. And we will and remember to tune in to our next episode because we'll have another amazing guest for you as well. Uh thank you, Tessa. Thank you, everyone. See you on the next one.
0: Thank you, Chuck. It's been a pleasure.
1: This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.